Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Thanks to my good evening at half past five. This is Update for Friday, 9th of February 2024 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the island. Background to that news, we got sport and business and Sea Watch travel updates and the newsmakers in person. This evening, Manx Development Corporation's loan facility clarification. Manx Care Pay Award rejected. The latest on the assisted dying bill, the police analyst accessed intelligence without permission and the Ravens aim to make it three wins in a row. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. Fastamai, Chanel Suku. Fastamai. Police have confirmed a body that was found on Douglas Beach was that of a local woman. The Isle of Man Constabulary says the next of kin have been informed and are being supported by specialist officers. Off-island coach holidays booked with Tours Isle of Man this year will not be going ahead. It's after new owners purchased the company at the end of 2023. And Manx rider Marcus Simpson is aiming to compete at the Northwest 200 as a newcomer later this year. In international news, detectives are working on the theory that the Clapham chemical attack suspect drowned in the River Thames. Abdulizedi has not been seen since the night he allegedly hurled a toxic substance at a mother and her two children. Prince Harry says his mission continues following the settlement of the remaining parts of his phone hacking claim against the publisher of the Daily Mirror. And the Oscars are introducing a new award for the best casting from 2026. It follows a campaign from those in the industry to be recognized in the same way that other roles like costume, hair, makeup and sound are. Those are your headlines. News at 6. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's private client team. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Goral Meyer, thank you, uh, Chanel, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. You've got uh, strong winds at first. State of sea currently is a slight tomorrow morning, slight or moderate through the night. And this evening, continuing damp and cloudy with some drizzle and light rain, uh, lowest about uh, 7 degrees overnight. Tomorrow, cloudy and then dry with a risk of a shower and sunny intervals up to 9 degrees. High water tonight, 21 minutes past 11. Low tide tomorrow morning is at uh, 17 minutes before 6 a.m. High water is at 24 minutes to midday and sunrise tomorrow morning at 11 minutes to 8. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugbrook Trading Estate. A pay award offered to Manx care staff in the medical and dental sectors has been rejected. The Healthcare Board's Chief Executive, Theresa Cope, provided an update on negotiations at Manx Care's latest board meeting. The offer made to medical and dental has been rejected. Um, the offer to the MPTC NJC group is currently subject to balloting. Um, what has come through from all of those negotiations um, is the desire by all unions to 
work to a three-year pay settlement. Um, it is really high up on their agenda. Um, and when Manx Care was created in 2021, they were just coming out of a three-year pay deal. So a three-year pay deal is the norm uh, <coughs> and, and the expectation for staff here. Um, obviously, we have certainty over what we could offer this year. Uh, we have a level of certainty built into the budget about what we can offer for next year. But obviously, trying to achieve that over three years is more challenging. Um, at this moment in time, we are not able to put a revised offer on the table for medical and dental colleagues, um, uh, but uh, it's something we will continue to, to, to work upon. I think the important thing, what we are trying to achieve now is to at least start to plan and have the negotiations for 24-25 sooner. Yes. Um, it was a great source of stress and anxiety to everybody concerned that um, when we received the 2% in the budget for 23-24 and we used that to achieve settlement for the previous year, um, we, we did not have the funding to be able to put a pay award on the table until very, very late in the year. Um, and I don't think we want to be in that position again. The Treasury Minister's asked to make a statement at this month's sitting of Timbal to clarify and correct an answer he provided about Manx Development Corporation during the November sitting of the court. The story from Sean Cowper. Douglas Central MHK Chris Thomas previously asked Alex Allinson. Can the uh, Treasury Minister advise whether it's true as often stated in, pub- in public places, that the Manx Development Corporation has access to a £100 million revolving credit facility guaranteed by the Treasury. In response, Dr Allinson said... In terms of the, the rumours about a £100 million revolving loan facility, no, that is not currently correct. However, the Minister has since emailed Timwald President Lawrence Skelly to say he'd like to provide further clarity on specific details of the facility available to the organisation. He writes that the government-owned property developer does have a £50 million loan facility in place with Lloyds Bank and guaranteed by Treasury, with the option for this to be extended to £100 million subject to agreement with Treasury and Lloyds. However, Treasury has not received a request to extend the facility, so the value currently remains at £50 million. Dr Allinson goes on to say, I apologise for any confusion in the previous answers I provided and hope that the additional information I provide today will address this. His email has since been added to Tinwald's hand record and he'll make a statement when Timwald sits later this month. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wind. First of my good evening, 23 minutes before six. FC Isle of Man face a tough task to make it three wins in a row for only the second time this season when they travel to promotion chasing Presswich Hayes tomorrow afternoon. But Ravens boss Paul Jones believes recent results and the potential underdog tag this weekend could play to their favour. I think we're always confident when we're playing um, the top sides but certainly you know a, a couple of victories in the last couple of games certainly kind of tops that up a little bit doesn't it so yeah we're raring to go really for Saturday and although um, we've not beaten Presswich in the three times we've played them the, the away game last year was a close 1-0 defeat and I thought we deserved something out of that game I thought we were excellent really and it turns out Ben uh, Wilkinson had a, had a fractured hand by the time they did score their goal so um, and then the, the game earlier on this season we, we missed the penalty in the first kind of five minutes and, and then didn't really get back into the game after that and 
and I thought we probably could have got something out of that game on a different day so you know we certainly don't feel like they're miles ahead of us in terms of what the performances they're capable of or that we're capable of so we expect to go and give them a, a really stiff test on Saturday it's not making mistakes in the final third in you know our defensive third I think everyone who saw the, the games before Christmas we were masters of our own downfall in many ways so whatever has happened in whether that's um, good coaching or, or just you know the players have got their heads together a little bit or whatever it might have happened it, it feels like we're making better decisions in our defending third we created chances all the way through the all the way through the season we've created chances and we're putting them away a little bit as well so you add those two things up and you give yourselves a better chance of winning games of football so you press with hazes of this world they're consistently at the pushing to win games of football regardless of whether they're playing well or not they dig it out a little bit and Presswich will do that on Saturday we know that regardless of whether they're playing like a 10 out of 10 for them or a 5 out of 10 they're going to give themselves the best chance possible to win a game of football and at times we need to just kind of do what it takes rather than try and make the game how we want it to look and feel to help us perform well we just need to take accept what's in front of us and find a way to get around that Concerns have been raised about the future of the assistant dying bill on the Isle of Man if it's pushed through and there are fears the bill could over time be changed or altered to allow other groups to seek to end their lives here. UK House of Lords crossbench peer Tanny Gray-Thompson and Dr Gordon MacDonald from Care Not Kill were on the island this week. For me as a disabled person up there's overt discrimination but there's also the low level daily discrimination of people being told they have no value, they can't contribute to society, that they cost too much. I was five years old when someone stopped me in the street and asked me why my parents hadn't terminated uh, the pregnancy and having to sit down with mum and say to her what what does that mean so you know I experienced some low level discrimination but also I experienced quite um, direct discrimination and we see uh, discrimination in education I've experienced that discrimination in work it just all builds up I'm I'm a really resilient person Um, but I've also had people say to me if my life was like yours I'd kill myself and I have a massive amount of privilege in my life I'm very protected and if the assumption is that my life is really bad then what about other disabled people who who don't have the support and the resilience that, that I do it's very easy to see that disabled people will feel they have no other choice but to go down this route I mean I think our principal fear is what it will mean for people who would be in a vulnerable position on the island and, and and the thing to remember about vulnerability is, is that all of us at some point in our life will be vulnerable. There are also implications for the healthcare system. Can the healthcare system cope? Um, what will be the financial pressures that might come to bear? There are concerns about what the implications might be in terms of knock-on effects elsewhere. Um, because the Isle of Man will be held up by those who want to see a change in the law in the UK. And one of the things I think the Isle of Man needs to consider is whether this becomes a home for suicide tourists because it will be seen as an easy or convenient place for people to come. Uh, recruitment, whether people want to be involved or not. It, it could have massive implications for people in the healthcare system who don't want to end their lives or don't want to be in this, but actually whether people will, will want to be qualified and work here. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The motor vessel Manxman departed Hesham at 27 minutes to three this afternoon. She'll be into misty old Douglas Bay, gone six this evening and around on the link span about a quarter past six. Departing this evening at 7.45, Fahisham arriving in Lancashire at half past 11. The 0215 departure gets to Douglas at six tomorrow morning and Saturday morning's departure, 8.45, MV Manxman heads to Hesham. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. 
A senior police analyst who access intelligence reports without permission will be sentenced in April. The story from Siobhan Fletcher. Peter Michael Devereaux of Selborne Drive in Douglas changed his plea to guilty during an appearance at Douglas Courthouse. The 56-year-old who is employed by the Isle of Man Constabulary at police headquarters used a database system to search for information on his brother-in-law on or about the 27th of April. The court heard his wife is currently embroiled in a long-standing family dispute with him about an estate. In his basis of plea, Devereaux said he'd never divulged the information to anyone else and had reported it to his line manager himself. The court heard Devereaux held a position of trust as his job enabled him to search the database without it being flagged. Devereaux's advocate said his client had accessed the information inadvertently on previous occasions but had gone back to view the forbidden fruit. He has landed himself in these difficulties, he said, adding he was going through a very difficult period in his personal life. Asking magistrates to consider a conditional discharge so Devereaux has some sort of chance to resurrect his career, he said this conviction may well have significant consequences for Mr Devereaux. However, the prosecutor challenged this, saying ultimately he has fessed up and he needs to take responsibility for his actions. I would submit a conditional discharge does not send out the right message, she added. Adjourning the case until the 11th of April, whilst a social inquiry report is prepared, magistrates told Devereaux this is a gross breach of trust. Bail continues. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 17 minutes before six, in corporate news, Barclays agreed to buy the majority of Tesco's banking business in a deal worth £600 million. Barclays will take over Tesco Bank's credit card, loans and savings accounts as the UK supermarket chain retreats from its move into financial services. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrocourt.com and talking of Barclays, Barclays will no longer be providing direct funding for new oil and gas projects and will, will restrict lending to energy businesses that plan to expand their fossil fuel uh, production. Uh, Barclays is a major lender to the fossil fuel industry but has been coming under mounting pressure to curb its support for the sector. According to a report from environmental group Rainforest Action Network, Barclays was the biggest funder of fossil fuel sector in Europe between 2016 and 2021. It provided just under £13 billion in 2022, although that was significantly lower than in previous years. In 2019 and 2020, the figure was more than £30 billion. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets moved lower. Today's investors digest the latest slew of corporate earnings and economic data. US stocks rose, oil was mixed today, and gold slipped and was heading for a weekly fall. The numbers from Ramsey Crookall are the close in London. The FTSE 100 down three-tenths of a percent at 7,571. The DAX in Frankfurt down a quarter of a percent, 16,921. In New York City, the Dow Jones Industrials down two-tenths of a percent at 38,653. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index is up almost a percentage point at 15,942. The S&P 500 in Chicago up a third of a percent at 5,015. And the trading day continues. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling is trading at one US dollar, 26.3 cents, one euro, 17.1 cents, and 24 South African rand, 5 cents. In commodities, gold's down half a percent at $2,023 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down two-tenths of a percent at $81.54. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater, from Ramsey Crookall, and you're paying monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house, or the kids' education. £100 a month? 
don't. I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Isle of Man Water Sports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Here's the relevant information for this weekend. If you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfing, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving or surfing, sea temperature is 9 degrees Celsius and the wind for tomorrow, Saturday, southeasterly force 3 or 4, wave 5.8 metres. Wave period 6 to 7 seconds and high tide 11.36 a.m. For Sunday, Jaduni, the wind is westerly, force 5 or 6, wave height 0.7 metres, wave period 5 to 6 seconds, high tide 4 minutes past 1 p.m. Manx Glass and Glazing are able to offer an emergency out-of-hours boarding-up service. Call 491918. Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. The family of 21-year-old Lucas Martin, who died of meningitis last year, say they're proud his story has saved someone else's life, although they admit they still miss him terribly. It's after a local family revealed the story inspired them to get their dad's symptoms checked, saving his life. Lukey's dad, Brett Martin. It's great relief for that family and great pride in the fact that it was Lucas's name that made them identify the symptoms and, and seek medical advice. But obviously the um, the background for us, the loss of Lucas, is is terrible and um, you know, we'll carry that with, with us going forward. But it, nevertheless, we have to say it's a, it's a positive. It's definitely a positive. We're kind of fighting a battle. It's the best way I can describe it. Your natural inclination when you've got grief is, is, is to sort of sink into despair and sadness, and we miss him terribly. But equally, we know that his character and his attitude on life, he, he would be say, saying to us, don't be like that. You know, be positive, bring, take my legacy forward, be happy as a family, live your lives, honor my memory. So that's, you know, that's the, we've got to win. We've got to win the battle and um, that's got to be our mantra really well going back to the battle I suppose it you know it helps us win it you know to think that he's still having a positive effect and will have a positive effect going forward so there's the charity aspect which is to help underprivileged young young people um, that's one focus and then this byproduct if you like of people just simply being aware that if you're getting persistent headaches and feeling tired and lethargic there could be a more serious underlying issue and therefore seeking medical advice is the right thing to do so, so that wasn't what we set out to do with the charity and with the publicity, but it's fantastic that it's helped the family and hopefully will help others in the future. Manx Radio Sports. That's to my Dave Moore. Fast to my FC Isle of Man play their first away fixture in over a month tomorrow when they travel to Presswich Hayes for their Northwest Counties Football League Premier Division clash. The Manx side will be looking to record their third win in a row. However, the home team are unbeaten on their own ground in the last 12 matches. There are two changes to the squad. Ash Higginbottom replaces the injured Jacob Crook, while Jack Higgins comes in for Tom Creer. Presswich Hayes currently sit fifth in the table, while FC Isle of Man are 13th. The big game 
game of the weekend in the Isle of Man takes place at the Bowl tomorrow, the Women's Canada Life Floodlit Cup final. Corinthians and Peel will battle it out, with the game kicking off at half past five tomorrow evening. There's a Woods Cup preliminary round match in the men's game on Saturday, with Old Boys hosting gyms. Arguably the biggest fixture in the Canada Life Premier League is the Northern Clash at Balaclone between fourth-placed Ramsey and Air United, who sits second in the table. League leaders Peel are away at Douglas Royal. Fourth play third in DPS Limited Division 2, with Michael United travelling to play Onken at the Niverson Stadium, which is a crucial game in both sides' promotion hopes. Rugby, and after three weekends off, Vagabonds return to action this weekend in Counties 4 ADM Lancashire Cheshire with a trip to Birchfield. The Manx side are third in the league standing, so will be looking to push on in their quest for promotion. Vagabonds women's team are also off island this weekend with a trip to Broughton Park. On Ireland, the game between Southern Nomads and Barbarians in the Ravenscroft Shield has been postponed. Finally, hockey, and there's a full fixture list in all the men's and women's divisions tomorrow. There'll be an in-depth preview on Manx Radio just after the news at 6 this evening. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Runnels Way, uh, Emeralds 420 from Dublin won't be in until 6 tonight. Uh, then it's the 7.30 EasyJet from London Gatwick showing on time. 5 to 8, Logan Air from Liverpool returning patient transfer plane is on time. And the 8 o'clock, Logan Air from London City won't be touching down till half past 9 tonight. Outbound, that 20 to 5, uh, Logan Air to uh, London City won't be leaving until 6 o'clock that's the reason it's going to be late coming back and the 10 past 4 sorry the uh, Emerald 4.45 to Dublin won't be leaving until 25 to 7 the quarter pass to a 5 EasyJet to Liverpool got away on time then it's the 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool showing on time and the 8 o'clock London Gatwick showing on time on the road, Hillside Avenue is closed through to Circular Road in Douglas for adjacent office window replacement. Part of Switzerland Road's closed until November for construction work. The Millennium Bridge is closed tonight at 8 o'clock for repairs and maintenance. Reopening at 4 a.m. Diversions are in place. Temporary lights on Lock Prom by Tower House for cleaning the building fascia. In Kronkavadi, uh, on the straight there, resurfacing means some temporary lights. In Baldrine, temporary lights on the main road just north of Liverpool Arms for work on the tram crossing. Temporary lights on the junction of May Hill and Queenspear Road in Ramsey for work on the pavement restrictions on Vernon Road and Seamount Road. Face closures on Ballakill Ferrick Road in Colby. Temporary lights on King Edward Road in Onkin between Groudle and the A2 for trial pit work. Kean Drocker Road in Andrus has got uh, closures in phases for water main work and closures on the Balalai Road south of Kirk Michael for water main work. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with Keyside. And also, just checking on the Matrix signs, Albert Road to the mountain is uh, the mountain road closed. Hilbury uh, to the mountain, Solby to the mountain, and Bagara to the mountain, and Ramsey to the mountain, showing the mountain road is closed. And Hilbury to the mountain, of course, it's closed beyond the Craig. You still can get to the Craig. The Isle of Man is not immune from soaring costs for home and car insurance policies, but premiums here are still considerably lower than most parts of the UK. The message from the Isle of Man's largest insurance provider, 
Here's Simon Richardson. Richard Hume, the company's development manager, says a number of factors are at play which have led to a huge rise in costs that have inevitably impacted premiums. The insurance industry has been facing a perfect storm. In respect of motoring policies, a rise in the cost of used vehicles, big increases in repair costs, shortages of vehicle parts in the wake of the COVID pandemic and bureaucracy linked with Brexit have all taken their toll. A shortage of skilled EV technicians on the island has also caused problems, forcing many vehicles to be shipped to the UK for repair. The cost of sending an unaccompanied vehicle can add around £1,000 to the bill. The recent spate of poor weather has exacerbated an already strained position for repairers. Lead times on parts, badly damaged vehicles taking space in workshops, mean courtesy cars are in short supply and with the backlog of vehicle repairs, many garages are now looking at up to three months before they can book a vehicle in for repair. For home insurance policies, the picture is equally bleak. The cost of settling claims has risen substantially in the face of big rises in material and labour costs post-Covid. Of particular concern locally is the decision by a growing number of UK insurers to no longer issue policies for Isle of Man residents, a matter that's already on government's radar. Update Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Women who'd like a birth debrief after having a child are currently having to wait six months. Manxcare says it's due to a staff member being on maternity leave and hopes to have wait times down to a month when they're back in May. Douglas South MHK, Sarah Maltby. In 2023, there was a total of 40 requests for the debrief service and the current waiting list consists of 25 women, which they say equates to approximately a waiting list of six months. They do hope to get that down to less than one month by May 2024. They've put that down to the fact that part of their team are off on maternity leave. So it's definitely an area you can see that they are under pressure on to be able to deliver this service. However, it's most certainly unfair on those 25 women who are having to wait six months. This is a life-changing event for a family to go through, you know, and most of the time there's a positive outcome. However, that's not the case for all. And I think it's important to recognise that if you don't look after the mental health of the mother and the partner, then you might find that actually you're going to run into a lot more difficulties down the line where that inherent feeling of, you know, a failure or done something wrong will just be there forever and you'll never get over that. So it's important that they have a birth debrief to be able just to be able to process what's happened and to be able to learn from it and not be put off. You know, there's certainly people who I've spoke to who've said that because of their labour and because of them not being able to process and talk to somebody about it afterwards. And so it has really put them off ever doing it again. And that's a really sad situation and that's not one that I think we should be just allowing just to continue we, you know there needs to be have that time with their parents to be able to talk about it and hopefully have a positive experience and obviously then go off and enjoy their new family that's it for update tonight compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku producer Amy Griffiths after the news at six, Dave Moore's here with Friday Sport. you got Greatest Hits with Mike Reynolds at six. Howie Kane, Sweet and Swing Jazz at nine. And there'll be another update Monday at half past five. In the meantime, have a good weekend. W. I. N.